Ministry leaders can, unfortunately, have self-serving motives. Those motives can lead them to manipulative behaviors to get what they want or outright spiritual abuse of those they want to control. Let's trust God today to help us see our own motives for what they are and redirect them in Jesus-centered ways. Here's Dr. Jim Bradford with more on today's Central Moment. I welcome you to Central Moments. We're in our second last of our six-week series for the book of Galatians. And Paul writes in verse 11 of the last chapter, chapter 6, See what large letters I use as I write to you in my own hand. That's a kind of surprising thing uh, to say. But, of course, these letters, pre-technology, would be handwritten and uh, largely dictated. Paul dictated most of his letters. However, to authenticate the fact that he was really the author of that letter, although somebody else actually scripted it, wrote it down, um, he would end his letters by writing a final verse or a final few verses in his own hand. And he says, see what large letters I use as I write to you with my own hand. Some people believe Paul may have had an eye disease. His eyesight may not have been great. We, we don't know. But his handwriting was pretty large, and he seemed not to be very confident in it. He said, these large letters, they're much larger than the size of script of whoever has been writing down my dictation up to this point. And it's the sign that this is me truly communicating with you. And he says, verse 12, those who want to impress people by means of the flesh are trying to compel you to be circumcised. So in that one sentence, he summarizes the whole reason for this letter. These people have come to Jesus, but they're being told that they should also be circumcised, which was a sign of the Old Covenant. Jesus' crucifixion, the cutting away of his flesh, was the new circumcision. And it's the circumcision of the heart, the cutting away of the ways of the life of the flesh yeah, so that we can walk in the way of the Spirit. It's got nothing to do with physical circumcision anymore. It's, it's the truly the circumcision of the heart. And this is what Paul and is trying to get him. Just focus on Jesus again. Don't, don't live by the flesh. Don't sow to the flesh. Don't feed the flesh. But live with, with Jesus and truly through you. Let him, you know, love one another. That This is where he's going. And, and, and it's interesting, he says, those who want to impress people by means of the flesh are compelling you to be circumcised. For the only reason they do this is to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. And so he's saying there's self-serving reasons behind these people that are leading you astray. And we're getting weary of leaders in the corporate world who are self-serving, and we're getting weary of leaders in the church world who turn out to be pretty self-serving and actually living out flesh patterns in the secrecy of their lives while pretending they're spiritual people. And he says, you know what, he's just exposing this. He said some of the doctrinal pressure to leave the simplicity of Christ is by spiritual leaders who have other motives. They, they, they first of all, know that um, if they don't adopt Judaism in part, again, they're going to be persecuted by the Jewish community as well as the Romans who had sort of accepted Judaism. And so we, we see their self-serving motives there. And then he says in the next verse, not even those who are circumcised keep the law, yet they want to be you to be circumcised 
that they may boast about your circumcision in the flesh. That's the other thing. They want to avoid they want to avoid suffering, they want to avoid persecution, so they want you to take on Jewish identity again. And they want to be able to say, look at all the people that follow me. This is totally flesh. This is totally selfish. This is totally abusive leadership. And Paul's exposing it for what it is. And that's why he wrote this letter. And he ends with this powerful verse, and may it be true of us. May For me, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. The false teachers can't say that. But Paul is saying, may my boast be in nothing but the fact that Jesus died for me. He rose again, and he defeated the power of sin. He had victory over the law of the flesh, and he brings the law of the Spirit to work in my life. May I never boast. These guys are boasting, and I've, I've got big crowds. It feeds their ego to think that people are being influenced by their doctrinal errors. But he said, I want to boast only in one thing. And that's the cross of Christ. Lord Jesus, purify our hearts, we pray. And help us, O Lord. Help us, O God, to, uh, if we lead, if we have influence of any kind in other people's lives, I pray we'll lead it, we'll do it for their sake and not for our sake. And I pray that our boast will not be in all the people who follow us or the people we influence. It won't be rooted in our egos, but our boast will be rooted in the fact you died for us and we belong to you. Thank you for this, Lord Jesus. In your name, amen.